Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we are not priests, we are not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes and we're talking about our faith. Fantastic. And today we are excited to finally have another guest back, uh, my good friend, uh, Jason Flame. So Jason, welcome. Thank you for being Thank on Thank you podcast. guys. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I actually... I know you dressed, dressed up. up. I, in a, I felt like I was going on a totally, completely professional shoot today. So, that's, <laughs> well, I mean, come it on, it is. You know what? I'm like, I, uh, I, I appreciate the effort. Wait, because you asked me. He texted me yesterday. He goes, "What do I wear to be on the podcast?" And I was like, "Oh, whatever, man." And then he, I, you know, he answered the door. He's, I'm like, "He never wears jeans. You're wearing jeans. You got your brand new sneakers right, on, right? Dress shirt. I'm in sweatpants. Nobody can I see, like, but, but I'm I like sweatpants. your shirt. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my uh, your karate school. We shirt. do this like a newscast where you like to look." professional from the top and yeah. then wear, wear whatever yeah, you want. Nobody knows. Or like, uh, do you ever take a, um, when you take your senior picture in high school? It, yeah, oh, yeah. Like the, it's the fake parent tuck, <laughs> yep. John. You just yep. put your arms into like this. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, thanks for dressing up. We Thank got, you guys. Got thanks back, for having me. His backwards hat, I got my hoodie, but you look very nice. So yeah. uh, today, you guys are watching this in the future as always, but today is two days after Christmas. Uh, we still have the Christmas tree up. But it is still accurate to have it up when you guys will be listening. Right. Because, because uh, the common misconception is that Christmas ends on the epiphany. Uh, but, Ryan, when does it end? You're the liturgical master. It here. does not end till the baptism of the, of the Lord, which is the following week. Wow. Yeah. So leave those decorations up. I know even a lot of churches will start taking decorations down after the epiphany. Yeah. Um, but I've, least, yeah. I've heard that it's correct to leave them up all the way through the baptism. Yeah, even at your houses, at least leave up that nativity. At yeah. least leave up your nativity as yeah. long as you can. Um, yeah. Because you know, I always laugh because people are like, the wise men don't get there until the epiphany. And then they're like, they get there, it's put like, it away. <laughs> See you later. They See you next year, day. Uh, <laughs> Shoot. Um, yeah, they didn't get to hang out. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, but yeah, we're excited today. We're talking about uh, Jason. Jason was not born a catholic like ryan and i were we are both cradle catholics you are not correct right so we're going to talk all about that today talk a little bit about how we met uh jason is kind of a blend of both worlds for me because we he goes to the parish that i work at and and, uh we've been involved there but also jason is the reason i got into wrestling that we very rarely talk about on the podcast but we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit today yep they wrestled together but before we get into it we i think we forgot with our last couple guests but we were trying to do this with every guest yes we want to ask you the question jason what is the craziest wackiest weirdest unusual thing that's happened to you or you know at mass uh that, that you've, you've seen, seen yeah yeah so um we were talking about this right before we got started and and the i don't know if it's wacky or crazy but it, it was just for me totally out of sorts mm-hmm. is is that as we go up to receive the eucharist uh my son had his retainer in and uh wasn't he wasn't willing to put it in his mouth because right. he was thought it was going to get stuck or yeah, whatever sure. so he started to walk back to the pew and and monsignor chased after him and made sure that he consumed it right um you know immediately right and and so it was just it was it was awkward because a no one in our family ever had that happen sure um i don't think that i'd ever seen it happen and my son was totally and utterly mortified yeah so he was like yeah. oh my gosh what what did i do wrong yeah. so um but yeah and since then you know we we kind of like now watch and see how many times that happened it actually happens a lot more than yeah, you, a lot you more than you think yeah yeah and and so was, what, did, what did he do yeah to pop that retainer back off yeah. and then and then just consume, <laughs> consume it right, right there yeah. i actually <laughs> I, I take that back i don't know I, I don't know if he actually took it out i think 
He might have just I, went for it. He's yeah, just like, well, and you then go. you know, clean the retainer later. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, see, the thing of it is, is it's, and I will say, our pastor, Monsignor uh, Hernandez, was it Monsignor Hernandez? Yes. yes. So he, uh, he has a devout respect and and uh, protection of the Eucharist, which I respect so much. Is that he? I've watched it happen because, you know, obviously in a lot of cases, you know. Your son was just like, oh, my retainer's there. Right, like, you know, right. it wasn't any, there's no there, ill will there. Right. But there's, uh, th- th- a lot of the times, unfortunately, what happens is people that are visiting at Mass and they don't understand what it is, they've never received communion before, they kind of go up and they're like, all right, whatever, like, I'm just here to get this. This is part right. of the experience. And they don't have a concept of what it is. So people come in, they're like, there's a snack with this? Yeah. Mass? And so right. like, I, I don't, well, <laughs> I, so, there's gluten-free, I don't want this. And, and they don't have the, any concept of what it is. And that's why my senior's like, his duty there is to protect the the beauty of the Eucharist. Right. Well, and you know, and just on that, we you know we always bring our friends to mass whenever they spend the night at our house. And so, so Mason, my son, had a friend uh, <laughs> had, a, had had a friend spending the night. And and like you know, if you're spending the night and we're going to church, you're you're going with us. Love that. So <laughs> uh, yeah, we even my my daughter's boyfriend, like he nice. hasn't been going to mass. You know, he's Catholic, right. but hasn't been going much. But when we go, he goes. Yeah. Cool. But uh, so so Mason brings a friend. Same thing. I, I actually told him because he's not Catholic and he wasn't sure what to do. And I said, well, if you want to walk up, I said, just cross your arms and, and keep your arms crossed right. when you go up. Well, he we went up, but as he went up, he dropped his arms. So Monsignor presented host and, and he took it and he started oh, to walk no. away. And so same, same yeah. kind of situation yeah. again. And, Again, he had no no idea, but right, you know. So and, just on the same lines, yeah. And that's the duty of that that we need to push more for our catechists at these. You know, people in my position, pastors, teachers, explain what to do, what protocol is, because I don't. We don't want to encourage people to not come to mass that don't have a full understanding or aren't uh, fully received all the sacraments. We want them to come and, and see the beauty of it, and and so they're encouraged to get more prepared and get more educated on what's going on. But we do need to prepare them. And, and give them a better chance to understand what's going on. Exactly, um, yeah. You know? And you can't explain it every Mass, but I think it is good when, when there's a wedding or a funeral, because I would play weddings and funerals all the time, and that's when that happens most of the time. Right. Because a lot of people that are attending those services are not Catholic, and they don't know. Right. So I think it's really great if the pastor or presider says, this is, you know, this is communion reserved for Catholics in, in good standing with the church. If not, whatever, you can come receive a blessing if they do that. Um, and explain it to them and that way you run into less problems because I've seen it so many times. Yeah. Um, so I, Christmas Eve mass it happened like three or four times. Yeah. Right? And, um, and I've been the Eucharistic minister before because as extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist at the Norvis Ordo mass that we are part of, it's our duty too. If someone doesn't, we have to go and say, Hey, you need to consume that immediately, please. Mm-hmm. Um, because of what we believe that that Eucharist is. Anyway, so hey, good on you though for bringing those friends to mass. Yeah, that's yeah, a great way to evangelize. Thing, yeah. yeah, my okay. dad did the same thing. He's yeah. always like, "Oh well, yeah, they can spend the night Saturday night, but we're going to mass Saturday morning." Right. So right. sometimes my well, buddies would be like, "I'm not expecting." We usually go at seven forty-five, so they're oh, super geez. super excited about you know staying up late and then yeah, you know, going to mass with us. Love it. They've never gone. Wow. Love it. Okay, so we we talked a little bit about it uh, before we get into uh, how we met. I want to get to know you a little bit more and have our viewers get to know you more. Is so you were not born Catholic. I no, I was not. Okay, no. Um, so yeah, it's kind of. a, I mean, we got plenty of time, right? Yeah, so, yeah. You know, Please, long, by long all story. means, get into um, it. You know, growing up, my my parents. I, I I don't even remember going to church probably more than two three times. 
uh, as a, as a child. And, okay. and I always asked my mom, I asked my mom a million times growing up, why don't we go to church? Um, or, you know, w- w- what, what are we, you know, is what I would ask, mm-hmm. you know, what, what, what are we everybody, you know, Christian, Jewish, Catholic, whatever. Right. And, and what are we? Well, we're Christian. Okay. Well, explain that to me. Um, why don't we go to church? Well, you know, and her, her answer was always, um, when you're old enough, you'll, you'll figure it out and you'll, you'll choose on your own. And I was like, okay. And as, as an adult now, like looking back, I mean, I, I respect that decision in, in a way, but I, I also wish that maybe I had a little more direction, sure. you know, a, a little bit more encouragement. Cause I mean, you know, I, I don't think we ever went to, to church on, on Christmas, Easter, anything. It just wasn't, it wasn't a high priority. Right. Um, although, you know, I was raised Christian values and, and talked about Christ and, um, but it just it wasn't it wasn't a regular thing that we did. Letting right. letting the kids decide sometimes is good intentions, but they don't really know what they want. Remember, uh, we were talking about that for uh, for youth day. We can get into it. They let the kids decide. The kid there was like leaders, uh-huh. uh, uh, kids that would help lead the uh, oh the yeah planning for yeah, youth day, yeah. and they would be like, well, let's just let the kids decide what to do. But like. They don't know. They're, they don't know. They don't know what they want. They're, they're still forming as human beings. They're still forming. Well, and know? I think I think the thing is 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 you don't know what you don't know either. Right. You know. So it's like that, how, that's how a I, huge point. How how do I how do I plan or how do I uh, commit to something or have faith in something that I, I really don't even know where to start. Right. You mm-hmm. know. Or or how to make that decision. So, um, you know, I I met my wife. You know, I was a teenager and she was she was raised Catholic. Her entire family Italian Catholics, and. Um, you know, when we first started dating, um, we would go to mass often, you know, it was, it was kind of a, it was kind of a cool thing. Cause like, I, I always got into it cause it was like, we're going to go to mass and then we're going to go out to dinner and then we're going to spend time with her parents. And I got to know her parents, you know, really well that way. And, cool. um, it was interesting cause uh, you know, my, my experience at first was just, I'm just there with my girlfriend. Um, but I'm trying to, trying to understand, trying to learn, Anyway, so you're talking about how so you would you would go to mass with your girlfriend who's right. now your wife, but right. your girlfriend at the time, and that was yeah. kind of your first introduction to going to Catholic mass. Correct. Yeah. So that that was that, that was kind of our our you know it was our Saturday thing, right? We would right. always go out to dinner after, and uh, it's how I I actually initially got a, a a better relationship with her parents, which was which was nice because it was tying everything in. Right. You know, as I as I grew up as a child, you know, didn't didn't go to church or mass at all. Um, but I had, I had a lot of friends that were Catholic and, uh-huh. and I, it sounds kind of weird. I, I've actually told you this story probably before that, um, I always thought that if I was, because my parents didn't give me direction on which way I was going to go, I guess. And, um, I, I just so, somehow always knew even as a child that I wanted to be Catholic mm-hmm. and that I would become Catholic. I, I don't know how or why I just, I knew that even though I, 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 didn't have that label, I guess. Right. right. I chose it anyway. Um, grew hmm. up with, uh, you know, a Hispanic family that, you know, our, our neighbors that like these people are the best people on the planet helped save us a ton, uh, as I was growing up. But anyway, um, they were, they were Catholic and, and I would watch the traditions and I would, I just, I just had that feeling, right. That, that draw to it. Yeah. And so, um, so, you know, as, as we were dating, we went, went to mass. It started to become a little more sporadic and, and where it really, where it really picked up was when my daughter was born and, you know, we chose to 
baptized my daughter Catholic. And I said, well, how can we raise our daughter or our children Catholic? And, and I haven't made that commitment or decision. So it was, it was after my daughter was baptized that I decided to, um, take part in the RCA program. Okay. And, and I, I went through all my sacraments, uh, in that program it was awesome, really great experience. And, uh, and everything was done, you know, at the parish that, that I'm at now at Holy Cross. Wow. Um, so my, my kids and myself have all been baptized and well, my son will be confirmed next year. Yeah. Um, so all in the same church, which I think is really cool. I think that's really a cool thing because I, I, as you know, I work with teenagers. I was your daughter's confirmation teacher. I'm your yep. son's confirmation teacher. Yep. Um, yep. but I, uh, I see so many times where the parent is not re- like the grandparent. A lot of the times like, Oh, please get them confirmed, get them baptized. Right. It's important to me. And the parents kind of like, whatever about it. Like, sure. I, I've the They're amount like, of kids I see get dropped off at mass and then the parent goes off yeah. and the kid has to walk into mass uh-huh. by themselves. And, and the fact that you made the commitment to how can I ask my, my children and push my children to believe in this faith and to practice this faith that I'm not even going to do. And, right. the, and the fact that you dove into it and said like, this is what I want to do. That's a really cool thing. And I think that it, it, is a great example to a lot of parents out there that if you want your children to practice the faith, you have to be willing to do it yourself. Right, right. Catholicism is a, and I know that you're a big family man. Being Catholic and Catholicism is a huge family-based faith. It very much is, the importance of family life and the importance of togetherness is huge. Right. Um, so that's a really, really cool thing. Yeah, and like, like you said, so many families, they just want to check off that box and it doesn't really mean anything. But the fact that you, you said, you know what, I am, I need to be that example. We, uh, right. you know, my wife, my wife and I need to be that example for our children. And so you dove right in. I think that's, that's so fantastic. That's, that's just a really amazing thing. Um, yeah. I, and, and it's funny, you guys mentioned, you know, confirmation class and, and uh, the program that the kids go through. Um, I've, I've sat, in those meetings and and I I I know like some of the thought process like like some of them are literally there to check like we got to just get this done mm-hmm. we, yeah. we just got to where do I done. write my check so I can move on and it's it, I I find that so odd and strange that it's that it's a a checking off of a box mm-hmm. like I don't I, I don't really think of it that way well at something, all. something that I really liked that I enjoyed and I'll, I'll bring it up now is is at my confirmation orientation this year the year one uh, for your son uh, he is very seldom does it ever happen i know it's because schedule whatever are both parents at the orientation to sign up for for their child it's usually sometimes i get parents and the kid comes late right. or the kid comes in and they're like where's your parent oh they're in the car or whatever but like you and your wife were both there mm-hmm. to to be like oh no this is this is his new thing which part and i was always, right. i was like wow heck yeah like look at that that's a cool thing that right. speaks volumes um, and and whether whether the the child knows that or not they they can sense it and they feel it and and they're aware that the extra effort is being put in by the parents when that happens and yeah. and i hope so yeah it, 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 it adds a level of importance even if they don't feel it now right it 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 stems into it later well and that's the, that's the thing is that you know um I, i'll admit like my daughter's 17 she's you know she's been confirmed she's gone through and and church and mass are not always her highest priority right and and there's sometimes that as a parent i have to you know i mean i i have to i have to flex a little bit but as long as she knows that 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 should be a priority and that it's a priority for me right you know sometimes she'll miss mass and 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 we go and i'm like you know just know that this is this is something later i know that later she's gonna feel it even more so because i my the same thing happened with my wife we we went to mass 
you know, very consistently. And then life gets in the way and sure. things change for us. And when we weren't going to mass as much as, as we could have or should have. I was going to say, maybe you should have a support group with my parents. Cause when I was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and so on <laughs> and so forth, I was, Mass was not a priority for me as well, and I went through all the programs. And my parents were the the best examples of Catholicism that you could imagine. Right. And I just wanted to play heavy metal guitar, and, <laughs> and then in my twenties, go out and party and stuff. And yeah, church was not on my mind at all. But you know that seed was still planted. Right. Early. And yeah, I think that's the key. Right. And for I, sure. And, and I had that to direct me to where I am today. And and it's it's a. The fact that you're consistently still involved in parish, uh, in the parish, and and going to mass and stuff like that, because we talked about it earlier, we were, we were talking uh, about how you had gone to mass more this year than ever before, right? And and it was something that was really, you you took pride in that you were excited about, yeah. And that's a cool thing. And even though you know, I think sometimes that like we think like, well, kids will see that example, you know, and the, and, and then. They can continue to chase. You need an example to chase. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, we're all chasing God. We're all chasing Christ. He's our example. But the fact that you're making, I want to get to ma- mass. Massive priority for me is right. a cool thing. It, it lays that seed. Well, and so maybe I'll just insert this here because I know you got some notes and I stuff, do. and we may talk about how we met. But you know, you you have to know that. I mean, I made this choice. Uh, you know, it was, a, it was a goal of mine a year ago to be more involved. I mean, we we've gone to mass quite consistently, but like never this consistently. And I have to say that you are one of the the people to me, you know, we met through wrestling and and other stuff, but I mean, I was excited to see the other day, you know, when I see you at mass and I'm actually, I text you all the time. Hey, I went to mass today. You do, you do. And, And it's like, you know, Danny's been the one for me to even reinforce it that much stronger. And as we get into our relationship and how we met, uh, but I want I want that to be said. You well, know, thank you, man. I I appreciate that. And 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 here's the thing is is it goes both ways. Is I I always I love put uh, you know like putting my faith out there and being like look look how great like mass can be. And and we talked about it a lot, you and I, uh-huh. because wrestling can be a weird place with some weirdos. So you and I kind of <laughs> leaned on each other a lot, right, during that time. Yeah. And uh, and but I will say this as well. You've been posting on Facebook um, the the whole month of December because there's 24 chapters in the Gospel of Luke, and you've right. been reading a chapter of Luke every night. Right. Yeah, good for you. And yeah. when wow. you that was posted, awesome by the way. Yeah, that when was, you like, posted so cool. it on Facebook, and I've read I've read the whole Gospel of Luke, but I was like, uh-huh. what a cool thing! I'm gonna do that too. So because of your post, nice. I've been reading the Gospel of Luke every yeah, night. That's cool. Because I was like, what a cool thing to do for during Advent during the Christmas season. Sure. Um, so it, it goes both ways. And I'm happy to hear that. You know, I could encourage you to to to, to, to for Mass to be a priority. That's super cool um and all that so i guess we'll get into a little bit of how we met we can talk about that a little bit yeah um it's funny because uh my uh so jason you run a karate more park karate and krav maga in Correct. more park where i grew up where you live yep um so if, I, you guys, if you guys need karate karate <laughs> in kids, SoCal. You, yeah. yeah this is the place to go it's uh, awesome you actually gave me a job there for a little while i worked there when i was in between stuff so yeah, y- yeah anyway um, it's gonna be our first sponsored episode, unofficial sponsored <laughs> yeah. episode right here. I'm wearing the shirt. There you uh, go. But uh, my actual my confirmation sponsor uh, for confirmation, his son works for you, but was in karate, and he saw you post about wrestling on Facebook. Right. And he messaged me because he knew I was a big wrestling fan. He goes, "Hey, this my son's whatever karate," and I actually went with him and his son to watch a wrestling show that you were right. on. Right. And I met him because he was my confirmation sponsor. He was my family friend, whatever. And uh, then when I wanted to get into the wrestling world, 
I was like, how do I get in? And I had recognized you at mass, at the gym, whatever. So that was like, I was like, that's my in. And I remember I like timed out when I saw you at the gym, like what day I could stalker. Stalk yeah, in there. Right. yeah, it was weird. So then I would like, I remember I like you were on the treadmill or something and I was like, I'm going to sit at this machine and just do it endlessly until you leave the treadmill. So I can, it's on I like, can be, it's so on like I can zero. You're just like walking you and be like, Oh, hello. Um, and it worked out for me, but anyway, and then, uh, so that's how we ended up meeting for the first time. Is I was like, "Hey, how right. do I get into wrestling?" That developed into a, a, a really genuine friendship way outside of wrestling now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it all stemmed from because of the connection with the parish that you had, and right. with my connection with the parish and your connection with your school and all that connected together. That community that we talk about so much in Catholicism that got me into this this wrestling world, and then completely side story of how God works. I'm going to share this with you guys that I haven't even shared with Ryan yet. Is I was at a wrestling show in downtown LA um, last month in November, November 30th, right after Thanksgiving. And I was wrestling and wrestling. And on my Instagram, uh, I got a direct message on Instagram of someone said, hey, uh, I saw you at the wrestling show and I noticed your tattoo. Do you believe in Christ? Uh, for those of you who don't know, my tattoo is the ichthys fish. Show, show the um, camera here. It's Yeah, there we go. This, I have the ichthys fish with the cross and Philippians 4.13 in there. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But they saw my tattoo. And she said, are you a believer in Christ? And I said, yes. And then for the last several weeks, I've been talking to her about faith, about answering her questions about Catholicism, just speaking about Jesus' work in our life, all because I was at a wrestling show, all because I had a tattoo. That And it, uh, so... And it's been a really great conversation that I've been having with this with this girl and, and kind of honestly developing a little bit of a friendship over just talking about faith, all stemmed from because I was in wrestling, all stemming back from the fact that I met you at a gym, all stemming back that my confirmation sponsor knew you. Right. So it's crazy the way that God That's connects wild. things. Yeah, yeah, God's providence is um, in everything. Yeah, and it was and it was pretty wild. Um and back because the reason I got the tattoo that I got is because we hear the story of the fish being when believers would mark the the fish is a sign of you can share your faith with me. It's safe. I, I'm a believer as well. And this person saw that symbol and thought, I can share my faith with that person. Um, it was it was a pretty crazy uh, experience. I was like very overwhelmed when I got that message. Yeah, uh, I know she listens to the podcast, so um, you know it, it meant a lot to me so that to get your messages. So look at you. We'll we'll have an episode on tattoos. I know I'm I'm not too keen on tattoos, but look at there's a great it, example it, of how tattoos can be used th for evangelization. That message affirmed the fact that I got the tattoo to begin with. And yeah. I was like, because you know I always thought I got it selfishly, but like I want I think that I, my heart was in it. Like I want God to be the focus of this tattoo it's not it's not for vanity it's not because it looks cool on my arm it was i mean it does but it was for <laughs> it, does. it looks super awesome but it was it was my my goal in my heart was for why why this symbol what this and the fact that it literally happened was a pretty crazy thing mm -hmm. uh, for me um but it, anyway so that was a, that was a long tangent of how we got connected through faith but yeah. there we go um so yeah man uh but it's been really great to see because i've seen uh, a tremendous amount of like Faith becoming more of a priority to you um, since right. our when, since we've been friends. Yeah, uh, and it's been a really cool thing. Well, I just I met 
Jason through wrestling because I would just go to Danny's shows. I'm like, I'm not a wrestling fan, but I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go support my my bud, and uh, and now I know more than I would ever have dreamed <laughs> of knowing about wrestling. But it's cool, and it, I know the intricacies of it, and and all the names and the moves and stuff. But I, I I met Jason there, and then and then Danny told me that he goes to Holy Cross, and I was like, no way, that's so cool. And so then as I was playing music each week, I would look out and I'd be like, oh, there's Jason, that's awesome, and, it, and I would see you like every week, and it's awesome. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, and then we got to know each other a little bit more too, and right. yeah, it's just seeing that that community of you know through church, but then through wrestling, and it, so t- talk a little bit about wrestling now. Like, so you guys, um, I don't know. Let's just let's just dive into that a bit. Sure, uh, it, we haven't talked about it <laughs> too much. Crazy world, the crazy right. world you of wrestling. Bring that in, I want to um, bring it into it. You guys, you, my, yeah, it's here's the thing: is wrestling, and I talked a lot of bit uh, a lot about it uh, on the episode about. Uh, the men, uh, my men, uh, Matt Gray, my uh, my youth minister, where I was a wrestling fan, and that's what even connected me to faith in the first place. Right, and um, I uh, I always thought I'd get into wrestling, and I would use it as a way, like even though it's this crazy thing, I wanted to try to help anybody I could connect with their faith in I- using this other medium. Because mm-hmm. whereas, yeah, wrestling is for me, and I like doing it, and it's a fun thing for me to do, and, and I really enjoy it. I thought, how can I, I want to spread the gospel in everything that I do. I want to bring God to however I can in all that I do. And so, you know, the fact that my friendship with Jason helped with that, that my, this connection I had with uh, at shows where I've, I definitely, I had at one point, I, I wore a vest uh, to the ring and it said, Jesus, you know, I love Jesus on her. I can't remember what it said, but uh, when I would walk to the ring, I had a lot of younger kids who would stop me and they were like, Hey, I also love Jesus you know, when I would, uh, walk to the ring. So it was a really cool thing to be able to promote. And now that. you're just a bad guy. Yeah. As, as it goes, now I'm playing. He's, he's a bad guy. Play a Jason, bad guy Jason is always the good. Have you ever been the bad guy? Never. He Not can't. yet. <laughs> he's Not always yet. been the yeah. good guy. Well, he's, here's, here's something about wrestling too, that, um, you know, one of the, one of the greatest things, one of, one of my greatest accomplishments in wrestling came about because of Danny and I and our relationship and how we felt, um, that the wrestling world wasn't exactly um, our nor our typical lifestyle. We, we and, were and, a little out of the box, right? Yeah. And so, um, and so, we started this program, you know, to to bring beginners into the program because you know breaking into wrestling business is um, it's a little wacky, it's a little crazy, and, yeah, and, and, it, and not always not always accepting, which is one of the biggest problems that we had was that there were a lot of people that just wouldn't normally be accepted. They're in, like, in the who, are, world. who are you coming in here trying to wrestle? Yeah, it, well, you know, a lot difficult. of egos and a lot of yeah. to the point of um, you don't belong in a wrestling ring. You mm. don't fit the profile. You don't fit this and that. Uh, not everybody should be a wrestler. And although I agree with that to a certain extent, we found it in ourselves to take what we loved about wrestling so much and what we loved about being role models and leaders is, is building people up. And so we created this beginners program and we brought guys that, that normally would never ever have a chance, would never be given a chance. And, and they were, and, and they started training, they started working and, you know, we met a lot of, you know, really, really neat people. Um, we did through, through wrestling. And, and now I'm watching, you know, I've been out of it for a little bit and, and I'm watching some of these 
beginners that we had um, that are on the shows weekly and regularly and and getting this shot that I just don't think they would have ever had. And that that all stemmed from the fact that Danny and I said, we've got something that we want to help give to other people because we love it so much. We enjoy it. There's no reason they can't be a part of it. Right. And and we pulled them in and it's it's and I think it's one of the biggest changes that MPW has seen, you know, is is just the way that these these people have integrated. Look, well, that's that's like the all are welcome from yeah the and i will say that the guy that owns uh mpw uh, his name is paul he, he's very big on uh on he's a give us the you're you're broken and you're hungry like he'll take anybody that wants to be involved he'll give them a home and that's the one thing i really like about the promotion that that we're involved in is it's it's not it's not a keep everybody out it's a safe haven for whoever wants to try to be involved it's a right. it's a home it's yeah, a place yeah, of yeah. welcoming and um and that's those, those are those Catholic values shining through, yeah. even in the weirdest places, right? You know, right. where you might not think that you would see them. Yeah, and I think that that was always everyone's mentality. But I think Jason and I were like, you know, let's make it a reality. That's what everybody wants it to be. But Jason and I were like, let's put it into practice right. and do it. And and like you said, it, it's been a pretty cool thing to watch people uh, kind of step up to the plate. I remember one specific instance. We had this really young guy. He was probably twenty years old, and. Uh, he was too skinny to do anything. He probably weighed 100 pounds with a rock in each pocket. He was the smallest guy in the world. But he loved wrestling so much. And we had this student show that we were going to do where invite your friends and family. Like this, for some of these guys, it was the only time they've ever gotten in the ring and they're probably the only time they ever will uh, for them to live that dream out. You know, that, that. And uh, this kid gets in. And, you know, oh, spoiler alert, uh, wrestling is a predetermined show. Uh, the, the, the winners and losers are determined really? ahead of time. If you don't know yet, uh, you, you're still in the 80s. You might get comments on that. Yeah, sorry. Um, but it's a it's a predetermined show. But I will say, for not being a wrestling fan, and, and you know, like it's quote-unquote fake, there's nothing fake about how you guys take hit and fall off the, yeah, the top tell that's top my, tell that's my bursitis elbow yeah like you guys you guys get beat up and you do some crazy stuff so there's nothing yeah. fake about that right it's yeah predetermined it, the predetermined the outcome that's that's, that's, that's how it. i that's it. phrase it anyway um it's a show just like any you'd go see a play or a movie right. it's a show we're just using our bodies to tell the stories mm -hmm. anyway so this this guy we were in this this battle royale where we were throwing everybody out of the ring and it comes down to me and this kid me and this, my student, right? I, I was the, one of the, Jason and I taught the class. And he thought, I had told him ahead of time, I'm going to win. I'm going to throw you out and I'm going to win. And uh, at the last second, I'm running to throw him out. And I whisper in his ear and I said, switch. And he switches and throws me and he thinks I'm going to, you know, land and get myself again. I threw myself all the way out. And the shock on this kid's face of that he just won. Yeah. You would have thought it was the WrestleMania main event that he and his whole family was there and erupted. He broke down in tears. Yep. The rest of the class ran in and hoisted him up on their shoulders. It was awesome. It was this cool thing. And all, cool I, I walked out and, and through the I was the bad guy. So I walked out through the curtain and I just kind of watched with from from behind the scenes. But it was it was like the coolest moment in my one of my coolest moments in wrestling for me was to watch these people, this group of guys that nobody would have expected them to make it anywhere to kind of have that camaraderie in that community. Um, I always get the joke at wrestling that 
Uh, sometimes I have the Jesus factor. That oh well, Danny has the Jesus factor, so he'll he'll help anybody. Yeah. Uh, but like that's my life. Uh, that's that's how we try to be, and that's and what we say on the podcast. So that we, that's what our whole podcast is about: is not being afraid to share your faith with the world in whatever you're doing. Right. And so and even though it's wrestling, you're still you yeah, guys are still doing that. Yeah. Right? And and that was a big thing that Jason and I we really brought to the to to wrestling and to our our school our promotion. Uh, we did. Jason and I also did a lot of charity shows. Right. Uh, we collected food during Thanksgiving. We called it the Wrestle for Hunger. We did a Toys for Tots where we collected for Catholic charities and donated all the toys to Catholic charities. And um, they were really, really cool shows. That uh, and a lot those of were probably the most the the most fun we had. Right? Oh yeah, we got to we got to really just yeah we had enjoy a, it. We had Santa, Santa Claus came out yeah. and was beating everybody up to save Christmas. And it was we had all kinds <laughs> of good stuff happening yeah. at those shows. Um, and uh, it was it was just really, really, really fun. Uh, and, and I think that we brought a, a positive to wrestling that on the independent level that didn't really it was it's hard to find. And, and I think that I, something I'm very proud of is, is our work in doing that and kind of yeah. bringing our faith because uh, our faith is what drives us to be those people. God is what drives me to do that. And I think that it was cool to kind of make. that. So there happen. you go. All you guys that are listening that are like, I do this or that. And I don't know how I could bring my Catholic faith to that, whether it's. A sewing club or, or synchronized swimming, synchronized swimming or something like you, you can find a way to bring at least your Catholic values to whatever it is that you do in this world. Well, and I, and I can tell you that, uh, you know, a friend of mine also owns a martial arts school and he has uh, a student who is a, a pastor at a church in the Valley. And, and they actually had a, a program called Bible beat. Bible beat <laughs> they would, they would have uh, martial arts training, MMA training. And, you know, they, they do, they, read and study and and talk about it and and then they would fight afterwards so so yeah you can absolutely bring that's awesome pretty yeah. much anything into remember, it remember it, i was talking about it uh when we were we were, we haven't played for a while but we had a consistent board game night every, yeah. every tuesday i was like when we have more time let's do a long format show Bi bible and board games. bibles and board games yeah. and so we do is a combination bible study and uh like a nerdy board game right and we would film it and so if you guys would like that in the future comment in yeah. uh we're, we're a little too busy to do it right now but that you know again just finding ways finding creative ways yeah. to insert your faith into into Absolutely. things that you might well, not otherwise think and, and and speaking of and i can speak to it a little bit is so i want to talk a little bit about the school uh, the karate school that you own sure because i i worked at it for a long time uh -huh. and i got recognized you're, you're still on the payroll <laughs> great technically <laughs> sweet so i got recognized all the time because of church um yes. uh, because you have several parishioners for our parish that, that that do karate at your school right and uh i think honestly two of your people that are instructors for you uh went through our confirmation program right. um so uh at least two yeah at least two and uh it was a really cool thing i think one of your other instructors is actually at a he he works at a Christian church aside from working. You had two youth yes. ministers working for you at one yep. point. Yep. Um, but the culture of your school is a really amazing thing. And I think that it, it really does bring the faith and bring the love of Christ. Uh, even if it's not plastered all over the walls, it's there. It's present for sure. I watch right. uh, a lot of kids. You know, I've seen so many kids that'll leave the mat, you know, upset or crying because they couldn't accomplish something. And your instructors and the way that you've kind of set up the culture of your school is they believe that they can get back out there and, and continue to, you know, be their best self and things like that. So how is that something that you've created? Well, you know, I've done martial arts since I was, I was 10 years old. Um, so I'm, so I'm going on 35 years in, in martial arts wow. and, and yeah, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> probably your old, oldest guest. No, not yet. Uh, yeah. 
Probably. Ooh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely the oldest guest. Okay, good for you, Ryan. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you know, as, as I trained in martial arts, um, there was always a feeling, uh, a sense of family. And I always felt that 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 just fit it was just it was just right and so my goal in my school is is not just to be a place to train and a piece, place just to come and work out but a place that you could belong and and be family and you talked earlier about you know how our our faith and and the catholic church brings us together as a family there's right. a lot of family value there and um so i i always look for ways that we can bond you know we do a lot of events in our school that that sometimes have nothing to do with martial arts it just has to do with building more of a bond with one another and, and helping grow each other like you said you know be the best version of yourself and uh i, I really i we always say our martial arts family you know yeah. more, more part karate family that's 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 our thing and that's what i think really sets our school apart from most schools is the, the the way that the instructors care for the students and and really bring them in because you know I mean you go to school your whole life and and sometimes you meet a teacher that you have a real strong bond with right. and, and maybe you remember that teacher for a long time because they took a an interest in you or a coach that really you know brought you in and you know martial arts is not a, a seasonal sport martial arts is an ongoing I, I I have students some of my instructors that started with me at three years old and now they're you know in their teens and early 20s and some have gone off to college I've had students that have gotten married had kids um, I've had to attend funerals for for students um, but it's all of these things you know we're we're really ingrained in a, in a part of their family I, I look at Facebook all the time I see people at mass all the time you know, walking up saying hi. And, uh, I, it's, it's, sometimes you're like me at mass. Cause I can't go to mass without somebody walking up to me, but I see well, when, I, when, it, it was, was funny when we were standing yeah. together at mass the other day, because it was like, well, they, they know us because right. we've been friends yeah. for so long, but it, it's, uh, even someone made the comment like, Oh, you can't even, can't even come to, to church and not talk to 10 people. And, yeah. But that's, you know, that's a great feeling. Um, you know, something that I've done with our school with my, my wife is awesome with, uh, with planning just about anything events. And, uh, you talked earlier about Catholic charities and how much, uh, we've supported and, and, you know, helped yeah, out. You guys do a lot of work with the food pantry during Thanksgiving. Yeah. I remember yeah. helping you guys unload trucks and stuff yeah. one year. Yeah. So it, I mean, 13 years, I think we have donated uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a thousand baskets of food. Wow. Um, by, by our, you know, not, and this is not just me alone. This is just something that we were able to orchestrate within our school mm -hmm. where we do an event and we have a little kickathon and people go out and get pledges and sponsorships and help us pay for that food. So it's not just us doing it. It's us being able to teach our students to get involved and, in, you know, community service and community support. So that's, wow. I mean, that's, a, that's so amazing that you can do so much more you know, yeah, with, anyone with your can, family. Anyone can teach a kid to throw a punch or throw a kick, but sure. it goes way beyond that. And you and you guys are truly doing that with forming your community, uh, and and your family, your karate family, and then you're you're helping support this community as a whole of of, of our town that we live in, and and just you yeah, you guys are exuding these Catholic values in all that you do, and it's it's really beautiful to see. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a joy. You know, people ask, you know, why? What? Why? I, I had someone uh, ask me to coffee. Uh, we sat down at Starbucks and he said, look, man, I know you're trying to build your business and, and you want your school to be big. He's all, but I you don't do it for the money. Why do you do it? Why do you do everything you do? You know, our, our holiday on High Street, celebrating Christmas right. and, and the holidays and um, all this stuff that we do. Why do you do it? 
I said, you know, when, when you live in a community that has supported you for so long, I mean, I, we've been here since 94. Um, when, when there's a community that supports us, it, it's only right for us to support the community and give back. And if I can teach one child to be a leader, that child can one day influence someone else. And in my martial arts field, I, I help people grow their businesses. Why, why do I do that? Because if I can affect one school owner, that school owner affects hundreds of kids. So it's, it's just the, the, yeah, the, the one action that I take may spread you know, that's, to thousands of people, which so, is pretty powerful. Absolutely. That's awesome. We, we got a few more questions we want to ask you. We're going to take one, one more quick break here and then we're going to come right back. Okay. So we're here, we're talking with you about all of the awesome work that you're doing community wise and how that all has, you know, where that stems from and stuff like that. So we want, I want to go back a little bit to uh, when you said you went through the RCIA program, uh, right. a big part of it was because your daughter, you wanted to raise your daughter Catholic and you thought I want to do that too. Right. Um, has since that time, since becoming Catholic, how has, has that affected your life differently? How do you see uh, faith, religion differently? Uh, do you feel, you, you talked a little bit about how you always knew you wanted to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. Has, do you have any sense of the fulfillment of that now that you are Catholic? Yeah, you know, um, I, I, I mentioned this to you before. Um, I, I, I've gone to 50 masses this year, which is the, the, the most I've probably ever gone consistently in, in one shot. And, you know, when I leave mass, I, I, I really, truly, there, there's days, I mean, we all have it, right? I mean, there's days like I'd rather sleep in or I'd rather do sure. something else or I just, you know, I'm not going to make time today. Um, but I, I, I never, ever leave mass feeling like, man, I wish I missed this one. Or, you know, I always feel, you know, it's really, like going to the gym, right? You never, I, I really feel, you know, spiritually fulfilled right. uh, when I leave mass. I, I yeah. feel, I feel proud that that I made it a priority and that's that's really been the biggest thing for me this this year in particular is just making it more of a priority not just making it something that I do but making it I mean listen I have a busy schedule like like a lot of people you know there's just a lot of stuff and and I'm always saying like hey if if we don't go Saturday night we're getting up early we're going Sunday morning because that's that's like the game plan is Saturday 530 we're going Right. right. And if we don't, then, then it's 745 on, on Sunday morning, no matter what we got going on, um, we're going to make that happen. And so as I, as I move into this next year, um, the goal is really to get my family, um, just as much feeling the same way. You sure. Know? Cause you know, my kids are still, you know, 17 and 14. So right. I want to make sure, uh, that they, that they see that example. Um, a lot of times that, that is my biggest motivation right. to go is to make sure that I'm that example for them. Um, how, how has it changed my life? I, I just, I, I think that it's just, it's more present in my mind, you know, um, since meeting you, it, it comes up a lot. We talk, we talk about our faith a lot. Uh, we talk about just how it makes us feel and how it makes us think and, um, you know, it gives me a sense of accountability. Um, I, I think that I'm a pretty good person in sure. general and I, I try to do good things and I encourage other people to do, you know, good things and go out. Um, but I always, I, the, the one thing that stands out to me is that if I'm going to ask anybody to do anything, I, I got to be that person first and I got to, I got to be that example. So I, I'd say that the biggest thing coming out of it is, is just even more accountability to live my life that way, you know, and to help other people 
find that way. Absolutely. That's beautiful because our life should be a constant striving to be, to be more like God, to be more like Jesus. And it's, and it's that helping others, serving others, putting others first, helping others to grow, helping others that are in need, all that stuff that, Mm -hmm. that you're doing on a personal level, but also that you're bringing, that you're doing at a business level too, to help, you know, uh, which is a really cool thing. So I think, I think it all comes down from, it stems from our, our faith and our trust in Christ. And it, bleeds into whatever else we want to do in our life. Um, I will say this though, on that note about when you want to make your, your uh, priority with your family, I actually saw, I saw your daughter that night that I saw you at church. Uh-huh. Uh, I went to in and out cause that's where of my favorite course. place in the world. Right. Um, and I was in line and she came up and said, hi. And I, and I was like, I was like, I just saw your dad and she goes <laughs> at church. And I went, yep. And she goes, <sighs> I didn't know. I went, right. I know. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, next time we'll see you there. And she was just like, okay. And uh, off she went with her friends. But like, so, you know, it, it it's, it's there. It's, and it you could probably, you could she, sense, you know, she had a little bit of guilt, Oh, of right? course. Yeah. Yeah. She, especially because you know? she saw me and she goes, oh shoot. Right. You know, right, right. Cause you know, Mr. Trudeau, like, guess where I just saw your dad. Yeah. And she knew before well, it's I funny. anything. You know, our, our relationship, it, it, it has mostly been through, through wrestling right. and, 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 you know, training together, working out right. together. Uh, my kids, they, they don't see you as, Danny, the wrestler, really, you know, they, they know you, Danny is, is as the confirmation. Youth yeah. yeah, so exactly. Uh, and, and, and I love that they kind of feel like they're going to, uh, whenever my students that haven't seen me in a long time, you know, the, we have this joke in martial arts that, uh, when are you coming back? You know, if you stop training in martial arts, when are you coming back? Mm-hmm. And, and I think the same thing is in church, you know, oh, always. Uh, I didn't see you on Sunday or I didn't see you at mass, you know, like yeah. when are you coming back? It, there, it's, it's the same. There's a, there's a huge there's Parallel a beauty to there. that, and, and there's a lot to that because people that that stop going to church for whatever reason, sometimes they're just taking a break, but a lot of times they don't come back because they feel no one misses them. And no one said that when they saw them go at the coffee right. shop or whatever. They didn't say, hey, I missed you at church last week. They, they saw that person that was always at church with them, and they said nothing, and they were like, well, if that person didn't miss me, then I guess no one really missed me at church, and I, I just don't have a reason to go back. So, like, yeah, hold people accountable and, and say, hey, and, we, we really missed you. We'd love to see you back in church. And it's that, that the thought of going to Mass together because here's i'll talk about my really quick on christmas eve so my dad uh is so involved at the parish like he's doing everything the poor guy like they they, they make him do everything that's columbus sacristan you know all kinds of stuff it, so uh <laughs> yeah he had to do the incense at the 10 30 mass this year but so but my dad uh was scheduled to do stuff at the 10 30 christmas eve mass but my brother and i we had stuff going on so we we're like hey dad like we're going to 7 30 but like you know we go to mass together all the time like it's no big deal but my dad was like, he's like, ah, Christmas Eve mass, like mass is about family and we need to be together. So my dad was like, I'm going to both then. And my dad went to both because That's it was so important to him that we were together as a family. Right. So that all five of us were well, at mass together yeah. in the front row, taking our picture in front of the manger and all that stuff. Like that was so important to him. And then he, the dude, you know, dad goes home, drops everybody off and then goes back yeah. like to, do, my, to, to do his duty. My parents drove two hours on Christmas morning Yeah, and they, they went to the, the final two masses that I played at so that, they, that we could be together as yeah. a family. And, and it was one of those things where I'm Mr. Mr. Catholic, Mr. Two Catholic dudes, Mr. Youth Minister. And I was just like, dad, whatever. Like, I'll see you. I'm going to my mass. You go to your mass. But my dad was so much like, no, like mm-hmm. we need to go to mass together. And right. I was like, dang, what a cool thing. Yeah. You know, like I, I really just was like over overjoyed with that that my dad wanted to do that so like th- that that invitation it, it does 
you know, even even me, I I'm ugh, Mr. Mr. Church to everyone's eyes, but I, my dad still had to remind me that like the importance of going to mass as a family and and not not just saying oh it's no big deal because you know it, it was a big deal to him and and it's yeah. you know it felt really good to be there with my whole family that day. Um, you know, and so if you're mass. looking for that sense of family and community, get yourself to church, and if you want more. Get yourself to Jason's karate studio. <laughs> there and, you go. And, and let's get some uh, some karate in your life. Uh, anyways, but thank you again, man, for coming yeah, on. Thank the you, show. guys. This was uh, super fun. We, uh, we yeah. were trying to get you on when we first started, and now yeah. we're like 23 episodes in. We right? finally got you on. Finally I, know, I think I was supposed to do episode two. Yeah, something, something like that, <laughs> and we had to keep rescheduling. But we're glad we got you on. Sometimes yeah. God, you know, like I said, uh, we wouldn't if we had had you on episode two, we wouldn't have had all this stuff to talk about. So God God always has a plan. God, exactly. always, God moves how, how he wants, and we just have to... You know, we have one more question, ride. though. We do have one more question that we've been asking our guests. We haven't had a guest, so people forget. But what is your favorite board game? Favorite board game? Uh, I'm a huge... I love trivia. So Trivial Pursuit okay. has always been my favorite. Um, even if I don't know the... Like, even if I don't win, I just... Uh, something about trivia. I just... I love it. So I, Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Do you ever go to, like, like bar trivia or anything like that? Are you good at that kind of, that, that kind of trivia, too? I, I mean, just... Some people have like that recall uh, ability. I I don't have it, but I, I well I I just like to learn new stuff. Okay, there so, you go. So so yeah. like even even if we're playing the game and I just hear a question, some stuff sticks. I I think the really dumb stuff is what sticks for me. Like, <laughs> sure. but uh, yeah. uh, I mean specifically like. I could probably tell you movies. I could tell you just about. Yeah, I was gonna anything. say if you got to do '80s movie trivia or Star Wars trivia, Jason, I'm all about Jason's it. your guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 awesome. So, all right, um, well, all right. It was it, yeah, it was great to have you on, and uh, and we look forward to chatting with you again. And yeah, uh, absolutely. Best of luck. Let's make uh, you know in your uh, continued faith journey and all that good stuff. And, Thank uh, you guys. All right, yeah. we do have business to take care of, though. We we said it in our last episode. We were gonna, oh, uh, we're gonna talk list, about our Patreon. We're gonna members. we're gonna listen. Thank all of our Patreon members because you guys are fantastic. Yes, you mean the world to us. So we're gonna list you guys right now and thank you personally. Uh, so we got Ellis Kreiner. I think that's I, I super apologize if I say your last name wrong. I'm not great at that. Uh, so Ellis Kreiner, Aaron Morningred, Julie Cleary. That's my mom. Uh, Melina or. Uh, Beauty and the Crazy, our number one fan. We appreciate her so much. Uh, Sean Ambrose and Todd Fredrickson. Thank you guys all so much for your generosity on Patreon. It means the world to us. It helps us to keep this going. If you'd like to have your name listed on the show, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash two Catholic dudes and you can donate uh, any anything you can afford to donate. We appreciate it so much. That helps us continue to grow and support this ministry so that we can continue to bring these podcasts to you. Absolutely. And if you are interested in booking us to come to your parish, uh, January, we are pretty... We're, we're pretty booked for January, but we do confirmation retreats. We'll do day events, week events, whatever, whatever we can do. Please let us know uh, if you need a keynote speaker, if you need a musician, if you need both. Uh, we're, we're your guys. We're going to be in Lancaster. Uh, this episode of already after we were just in Lancaster, California for an event, and it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, we hope we, we hope I'm sure <laughs> it will be. And uh, if you're going to Congress in February, L.A. Archdiocese Religious yeah, Education we, Congress. Yeah, we, we, we say Congress, people are like, "What are you going yeah, to? Do you they, going to D.C.? What's yeah, going on?" No, it's, it's, Religious Education Congress. Yeah, Los for the Angeles Archdiocese. Religious Education Congress in February, mid February. Yeah. We'll be there. We'll be around. Come say hello to us. Let's. Uh, we'll be vlogging. We'll be talking. We want to meet everybody. So come say what's up. And uh, hit us up on that yeah. Instagram. That's where we love connecting with you guys. Yeah, we're almost to three thousand followers. So. 
Tell your friends, share us. We want to hear about it. Make sure you're always checking out Tuesday Thoughts on Tuesdays and Wednesday Psalm of the Week. All right, Jason, again, thank you so thank much you for guys. coming on the show. This is a blast. Let's do it again sometime. For sure. And uh, that's it. All right, peace.